fuck you, Craig. Thing, bro. That's how I feel today. Fuck Craig. All right, uh, let me go ahead and break. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and break the bad news. Hey, y'all remember a few weeks ago we we did an episode? Yeah. Yeah, that joint gone. Yeah, that joint gone. All right, just letting y'all know right now. I apologize. If y'all y'all want y'all want to hit me when y'all see me, I understand. Just don't expect me not to hit you back. Well, <laughs> I remember that the thing crashed yeah, how, right midway or something, you, or he said, "Oh shit!" So I, I downloaded. I swear I downloaded the episode, but I guess I didn't. So I'm gonna make sure I download it today, right when we get done. And yeah, hold me accountable, everybody. I'm sorry. Yo. Your boys are back. What's going on? How y'all doing? <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm Eric, aka Watch CC. I am joined by my semi illustrious when they want to be co-host. Oh, oh. <laughs> Sam, Shad, and Sanjay, the triple S's. I like that. The triple S's. I like that. You know, that's yeah. just a <laughs> Yeah, we're just a bunch of asses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and uh, yeah, it's been. We're gonna go ahead and say this. Is, welcome to season two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately, yeah, we're back just... on now. When there was a slight technical yeah. difficulty, but we're back, <laughs> and this is the Super Bowl edition. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's start off. With the main thing, which is Super Bowl tomorrow or today, let's just say today it'll be uploaded before, right before Super Bowl. Chad, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Kansas City. What's the score going to be? Ooh, I think it's going to be high. Okay. So over, over, over fifty points. Yeah, I'm going over fifty, over fifty. But that it's 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 a back and forth game until the last quarter. I think the I think Kansas City gets the ball last and scores. The over under is fifty six, and you got Kansas City going winning by more than three. Yes nah. or no? Hell no, they'll win by three. So, so it's gonna be high scoring, and Kansas City just wins by three. All right, heard. Yeah. Sam, who you got? Oh uh, man, uh, guys, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little conflicted because I I want to pick Kansas City, but Tom Brady just has this thing about him that he just kind of pulls these kind of wins off, and I'm I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers okay. by three points. By three, okay. I, I think it's gonna be pretty tight. Um, I'm, no matter of fact, I'm I'm actually gonna check. Yeah, I think by two. I'm gonna say thirty to twenty-eight, Tampa Bay. Okay, 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 okay. That's what I'm taking. So that's gonna be the over, which would be, no, yeah, it would be fifty-eight. Okay, the over under yeah. fifty-six. All right, Sanstradamus, who do you have? I'm gonna go with. The Bucks pulling upset 
Okay. And it's going to be 35-31. It's still a three-point game. Four, but yes. Okay. I like that. I like that. So we got the Bucks winning. So two Bucks, one Chiefs. I'm trying to see. Like, I'm wondering like, if this home field advantage is really going to be the big thing or not. Because you know what? The Bucks are actually think, better in the so, road. Because they they're not letting anybody. I mean, they got people coming in, but it's like I was saying, they got fans. Well, I'm not talking about the fans. It's just about them not traveling. But it's about them not traveling. You know, they get to stay home, and it's more of a routine-wise. They're more. What's neutral about it? Is Tampa Bay having a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay? There's yeah. nothing neutral about that. Sad. How how many Tampa Bay fans are going to be there? That's the thing. Like is is however it, is many can really afford this four thousand dollar ticket? Be, because they're already giving away most of the tickets away to uh healthcare workers, frontline workers already. So each team has to pick. I think they're like four or five. I think they're so there's like I can't remember. Ooh, they shit. they get a choice to do the frontline. Yeah, workers, the fan so. thing is negotiated uh, because. They don't have full capacity. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not like it's gonna be a home crowd there. You know what I'm saying? Twelve thousand dollars. Twelve wait, hold on. Repeat that. Twelve thousand for a ticket. And then the upper level 306 is four thousand. So this is 306 right here. Mostly four thousand why would you do that yeah. like no but it's not even like yeah. a good environment to be there you know it's not even packed you know like this is like the year you want to be at home this, and this is a it. this is a flex though man just think about it oh this is a this might be the this is it right here seven thousand row r 139 you right here okay seven thousand right Bro, here, i'm not man. i'm not paying seven thousand dollars for no fucking super bowl tickets that i can watch at home you know the biggest flex though. Hey, you remember that pandemic? I went to Super Bowl that year. That's not a flex, bro. That's just a dumbass. <laughs> really? It's a flex. You know what? That's a huge Kansas flex, bro. Are, you know, it's actually, they're flex. smart because they stayed out of Florida because they would have been fucking COVID positive within three days if they would have stayed there that whole week. Yeah, and then the crazy thing about it, did y'all hear about the uh, Andy Reid's son? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They say he was he he was under influence. It was a yeah. DUI. And yeah. they hurt somebody. There were two injured people too. So there were little kids involved, man. It was like, uh, I think under the they were toddlers got hurt too. So yeah, I heard that the Chiefs issued a statement, and but he's been in trouble before, from what I've heard in reports. Like mm-hmm. he went to jail or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, for the same in thing. Philly. Yeah. Under- yeah, DUI, and he had to serve between, I think it was 8 to 23 months uh, was the sentence that he had gotten back in 2016, I want to say, or it, it might have been a little later than that. It might have been like 2012. But, yeah, he, he's he, he's under, yeah, he's had, he's run into that kind of issue before, and now it's making full circle right before the week, you know, right before the Super Bowl, and it, it doesn't look good for him. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It does. Looks like Andy because he does. do be calling some shit, you know. Lock that motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's fucked up me for me to say. Is that white privilege, though, guys? I just just think about it. I hate to it, say like... this, but this is how yeah. I feel about that shit. 
if you if you are uh, all right, you get one. I think with all laws, you get one except for murder and rape and all those super duper violent crimes, robbery and shit like that. You get one time to fuck up, and then you should get automatically that first time you should get probation. It should be a five probation thing, and then a five year probation, and then that second time. Lock that motherfucker up. So if you out here, I, when I went to jail, I went to jail with an old man, right? This old man had five years mayonnaise. Mayonnaise means mandatory time. All right. So I asked him, what you do? They deserve five years. And this man said, man, I was on my fifth DUI. Five DUIs? You deserve to go to jail. <laughs> Take your ass to jail. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. If your ass can't learn after the first time, your ass just deserve to stay in that motherfucker for that fifth time. All right, and that's how I feel about that shit. Because there's some people in jail that that yeah they they you know they might have fucked up, and there's also some people in jail that shouldn't be in jail. If you did it five times, got a DUI, and they let your ass out. Four times, and you wanted to go drink and drive that fifth time, and your ass happened to get caught or get stopped by the law or go through a roadblock, and you get arrested. Guess what? That fifth time, your ass deserved all the times that they let your ass you off in the first there. time. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, that man was old as fuck, so I don't know if he made it out or not. <laughs> but... That motherfucker was your ass deserved that shit, bro. So unfortunately, this this man had kids involved in this shit. So guess what? Lock that motherfucker up. Yeah, it's not a good look, man. I'm about to be real with y'all. The only thing I'm worried about is I I hate to say this, but my homeboy said this earlier. He said, What color were the kids? Because you already know if they were black, they gonna get a pass. Nah, fuck that. They were black. (laughs) They were black kids. Oh no! Oh. No, nah, fuck that. They should have uh, been white kids. Uh, that way we uh, know this motherfucker learned his fucking lesson. Lock that motherfucker up. They would I, I don't think they really care. If they look, I'm telling you, white folks don't care about white folks, man. If you rich and white, they care about you. If you then you rich and white. That's another point. Another, good good point about that, Chad. Then he's rich. Sit your rich ass fucking down. Lock his ass up. And they'll get no, nah, they're gonna do it like they did that white boy from Stanford, give him a slap on the wrist after raping that girl. And he goes, Man, don't even oh remind me of this. To this day, he, I feel like that's the dumbest he, shit. He bro, that shit wild to me. Like, I don't get that concept, dude, at all. Oh, well, he's going to school and this yeah, is gonna he, this is gonna affect his life. No shit. No shit. No shit. Did it did it did him you, you, him sodomizing that girl not affect her life? Fuck that. He needs to be sodomized himself. It's funny, they come up with like the most we, any want... type of excuse, like they bend every kind of thing to What was his name? Brock Lesnar? Brock Turner. That was his name, Brock Turner. Brock Turner. I said Brock so, Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WWE wall. Yeah, he needed to meet a Brock Lesnar in jail. That's what that should have happened. <laughs> Man, what? God Man, damn. Oh, you Brock Turner? Oh, well. come on, let me, bro. I got something for your ass. Uh-uh. He, when, uh, you know, when Tom dropped the soap and the old boy <laughs> tell him to pick it up. 
Hell yeah. But that was my rant. That was my TED. Welcome. That's the end of my TED talk about jail. And you really did. Going to jail. You really did, bro. You went way off on the tangent, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, man. He picks, needed, man. I never gave my Super Bowl pick. All right. Here's my Super Bowl pick. Just because this motherfucker just hit these kids, guess what? Buccaneers by five. Let's go. <laughs> Oh I'm God. I'm riding with Mattress Mac. No, I, no, I'm serious. Are y'all really picking the Bucks? I, like for real? I don't want man. Yeah, but I'm I'm picking them. Not by much. I feel like, wow. I feel like there's too oh, much hype I, going on. Bucks is a solid team. I'm about to say, if anything, the hype is really on the Bucks, my boy. It really, it is. really is, because people are like, "Oh, Brady," which this, really makes Brady me want to go with. Go with my boy RJ and put some money on the Chiefs. But this is what I'm gonna do. Last year the Chiefs were down going into the fourth quarter, I think by like two touchdowns. If they're down by two touchdowns this year, I will go put a hundred dollars on them to come back and win. But I will I automatically not, dude, they're not they're not winning that game if they're behind. I don't know what, what? it is about Tom Brady. Look, man, I'm just telling you, Chiefs have to be either close. So hold on, tell my time on chat. You telling me you telling me the team with the best record in the NFL is not better than Tom Brady's team than the Buccaneers. I'm not saying that. And and we, if we could be honest about but it, I'll, they be playing the Chiefs like their defense is trash. And I feel like the def- the Chiefs do this shit every year. Their defense is trash during the during the fucking season. And the minute playoffs start, it's like they're a whole new defense. It's like they go get JJ Watt, everybody, okay. and put the motherfuckers on their team because their defense play amazing. You do not they see what do. they did to the motherfucking Browns. They, they tore do. the Browns ass out defensively. Bro, they it's do. not even that. Well, I think some of those teams don't know how to like adjust. Like they blitz and stuff, but like like Tom Brady knows. Like that's the thing that they're really good at is the blitzing, and Tom Brady knows how to audible the fuck out of it and beat the. You know, like that. Yeah. He that, 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 when he system. scored two minutes, you know, right before that half five seconds, I feel like he's gonna get Chiefs a couple of times. And if AB's back, they got a lot of weapons too. That's the thing I like. They can match Chiefs. Point weapon you know, for weapon. Yeah, weapon they for can. Weapon. <laughs> They can, but it's their defense because the Chiefs lost two of their tackles and their center. I think you know another thing that we're forgetting too. I like to throw in is that the Chiefs' defensive line is really good. Yeah, the Chiefs Chris got Jones. a really good front four, and I think yeah. They, they, yeah. And if Tom Brady, if you know, if they can get to Tom Hold Brady, on. and you got to think also, <laughs> breaking okay. news, my boys. Break. Well, I'm gonna say this: breaking news, my niggas. Look. No, my nigga. Oh, what? Right. what? I ain't never heard that. Y'all remember. All right, I'm going to throw y'all a little history lesson here. So y'all remember 2006 Patriots, the undefeated, the 18-0 and 0 New England Patriots going into the Super Bowl, playing against New York Giants. Guess who was the defensive coordinator for that football game? Steve Spagnuolo. And guess who's the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs in this Super Bowl? Steve Spagnuolo. So if anybody knows how to put together a unique game plan for defeating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, he does. Hey, so but I'll reverse this, Sam. You know, I think it's the opposite. I think it's the Chiefs are the Patriots of the 2006, and the Bucks D line are, you know, the Giants. Because they got Pierre. They got a good interior D tackle. They got good outside Shaq and Pierre Paul. So. 
I, I disagree. The reason why I disagree with that, and the reason why I'm not going there, Sanjay, is because actually the Bucks have a top five offense. So you, you're talking about two high-powered offenses. So the thing but they're D-lines. I mean, they're, they still have a top 10 defense. Bucks have, like, in the playoffs and even in the regular season, they were, right. I think, at least top 12 or top 10. Right, right. But you got to think, going into that Super Bowl in 2006, you had an undefeated Patriots versus, like, a 9-7 and seven Giants team that, like, barely straddled into the playoffs. And, and they oh, managed to they win barely because made of their the defense. Playoffs. But they, but they, but that D line was top notch. You know, the best probably. Yeah, and you know, the more I talk about this, man, you know, I wouldn't actually be surprised if this was more of a defensive struggle game, and we didn't see as much fireworks. And you know, maybe the scores like twenty four twenty one, maybe twenty seven twenty four kind of thing. Okay, okay. It depends on the Bucks secondary. If Bucks secondary no, can hold up. No, I'm going with. So Sam is telling me to go ahead, bet the under. Defense, 56. I wouldn't be okay. surprised. The game actually ends at 50, 26, 24. Bam. So, bet okay, the bucks can, the cover. I, I, actually, I can actually see that. I can actually see the game. So, I'm going to parlay the bucks to cover and the under. So. <laughs> and if I win, I'll send Sam five bucks. I appreciate it, my Damn. boy. Five dollars, that's it? It was just a little information, my boy. It's not like he, yeah, you know, might be worth a lot of money. I mean, you want to know how much that information is worth? I the information is not worth that much. It might be worth two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, just do your thing, my boy. Hey, just, just, hey, just give me a shout out if you two sixty four. Oh, I thought you were gonna try to do some big money. I don't mind. It ain't gonna be no big uh, money. I gotta, I gotta win my bet tonight to get some big money. But all right, yeah, I can definitely see that game being like that, though. Yeah, man, I'm with it. I can't. It's gonna be a good game. I honestly, I'm not expecting anything. I, I actually want to see that this weekend. You know what? Actually, the weekend. Yeah, weekend at the halftime show. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see what that's going to look like this year. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Well, yeah, if you really all right, so to go into it, since we're still talking about the Super Bowl, the weekend did put some of his he shorted their payout. So they were saying how he put his own money into it, but people don't realize that he just shorted his payout. Like so, instead of them paying him as much as they would should have paid him, he took a little bit of that and put it in towards the production for this. Really. Yes. So I'm ready to see who he brings out. I actually think he's going to bring out Lil Uzi Vert. Ah, I don't really? give a shit about that, man. Kodak yeah, Why? That was the right? most Florida thing, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a Florida thing. Who, who does, uh, who does hold on, hold on. Who does the weekend, weekend featuring? He was with how many, No, you. Let me yeah. tell you something. Sanjay, get the fuck up and learn more he about was. your. Get the fuck up, Sanjay, and learn more about hip hop. Because Drake in the weekend, no, argument. Drake in the weekend ain't been ain't been nothing since at least two thousand and seven. I mean, two thousand. I know, but that's how they started. You know, that's something like that's how it was one. They did one song together, and Drake wanted him to become one of his, one of his fucking whatever his like like party Ruby? next door. <laughs> no, like you know, he has you know Drake has mad uh, Ghost Riders, so he wanted the weekend to do that. 
Let's you about to make me break it down on your ass, but uh, I think break it down. You know, my boy just got that twenty-four million dollar diamond in the middle of his head. I think it's gonna be a little Uzi Vert. That's who I would want it to be. Just so we can see. I want somebody rob his ass so it can be like be like Vision was. I don't even know why I want that. I really do. I just really just want to see it happen. Nobody's gonna rob that man. Nah, man, but that's crazy. I bet he has a Uzi with him for real. Twenty-four million, bro. They say he has it insured. Hey, did you see? I got his new Funko Pop though, Chad. His what? The little Uzi Vert Funko Pop. There it is, right here. Hold on, let me see this here. I'm sorry, y'all didn't get to see it, guys. Y'all gotta go to my, y'all gotta go to my Twitter, and y'all see it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so we all got our, our picks in, and I hope it's a good game. I hope. Uh, I'll say my last final piece about the Super Bowl. Honestly, I really think that the Chiefs end up winning and Tom Brady has to come back and play again next year. And then he wins the Super Bowl and he leaves like uh, Peyton Manning does. Uh, he rides out into the sunset. Oh, yeah. question. So if he so if he wins this year, does he does he retire? No. I don't see it. No. He ain't signed a two year for nothing. But my prediction, my prediction is Tom Brady's gonna win. He's going to come back again next year. Bucks are going to be the favorite. But Dallas is going to be meeting them in the NFC Championship. And Dak's going to beat him. Oh, my God. Then Dak's going to go to the Super Bowl oh and beat God. fucking fraudulent oh Mahomes okay. boys and become the best quarterback. Dude, how about oh, – Man, wow. that, is, that is a fucking dream. I well, no, no, it's not a dream. Uh, he only scored 24 hey. points. Hey, this is four quarters, and if you would like to be on the podcast, we do have an upcoming position. Uh, Sanjay has been fired and been let go and <laughs> for delusions of fucking grandeur again. <laughs> hey, you know, can I bring up something? So, guys, you know, this is pretty interesting. So, we just found out, so two weeks ago, we found out that uh, that the Rams had traded um, Jared Goff to the Detroit Lions for Matthew Stafford to give him a better chance to get to the Super Bowl. And then there's reports as of this week that um, Carson Wentz, that the Eagles are looking to trade Carson Wentz. And I think the interesting thing here is that both of these guys are like drafted before Dak Prescott. He was both first rounders the same year that Drac- Dak was drafted. And, and it's just interesting to me to see that, you know, obviously the, just how those two guys' careers have gone and how they've gotten the mega deals and all of a sudden their owners have buyer remorse. And then you got that situation over here where he's been pretty consistent through his career. And, you know, he's coming off a very gruesome leg injury or foot and ankle foot injury. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm just curious to know what you guys think on that. Like when you guys heard that, that Carson Wentz was getting traded. Did any thoughts of that come to y'all head? Well, like, huh, no. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've said from the beginning that Carson Wentz wasn't shit. I literally <laughs> said that from the beginning. Y'all, <laughs> we can go back to the <laughs> couple podcasts ago, man. I've always said he ain't that good. I just, <laughs> well, not. 
Yeah, bro. Yeah, they hype him up, man. Bro, they hype him up. Nick Foles. Nick Foles got in and did more with that team that he had than than Carson Wentz did with it. He took them to the playoffs. Well, he got them. My bad. Wentz got them to the playoffs. But if it wasn't from Foles, they wouldn't. Who did, who, did he, what, who did he go down against? Oh shit! The Rams. Yeah, but far as Jared Goff, I actually was kind of surprised at that one. Cause I thought he, I think he, I think he's another one of those guys that came out of college that was overhyped. Honestly, I think he was overhyped, but I saw he was on the up and up. So to for them to make that trade to Detroit for Matthew Stafford, I was kind of um, actually really really shocked. I thought he would go to the Colts. To be honest with you, uh. And not mm-hmm. end up in Wentz San Diego. Or... Uh, no, Stafford. Yeah. I actually thought Stafford would like go to uh because the, th- uh Philip Rivers retired, so I thought they would snap him up. No, I, th- I honestly thought. I really the best thought the coach would. I think they were coach. in the bid, but then Rams had to offer more to secure it. But you know what's kind of you know what I'm disappointed in? I'm disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. He should have demanded to be out of fucking Green Bay. He's gonna waste another Why? fucking year. And they're gonna cut his ass, and they're not gonna win shit. That defense—they're not gonna bring in no free agents. They're not gonna help him at all, dude. He's is fucking stuck in limbo. Dude, and he should have went. If he would have went to the Rams, that would have been a perfect fit. That would have been worth it. If he would have went to the Rams I, with that defense, that would have been killer. They probably could have at least won one Super Bowl. So, well, hold on, hold on. Before we go to this, do you do you guys think the Rams made the right decision by getting Matthew Stafford? Nope. Do you guys think Matthew Stafford is worth what two first rounders and a third rounder? He they oh. They overpaid for him. They over they overpaid for him. But I think the reason why they did it was because the Rams are all in now. On and they got rid of the golf. Uh, it's like a basketball trade. They got rid of his cap hit, so it frees up a little bit of cap space. But I mean, they still thought, gave up thought, a lot of draft picks. I thought uh, Matt Stafford had a big ass deal too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it's like twenty two million, or it's only it's in the low twenties, or. It, and and Detroit only pays part of it too, I think. Well, I think the real trade, the real trade value here is that the fact that the Rams had to give up as much as they did to get Stafford, and I don't think that they gave up as much because Stafford was worth that much. It was because they were trying to off Jared Goff so much that they had to throw so much at Detroit to get him out of there. And why did they give him the contract then? Why did they? Yeah. Give him? Bars why remorse. Bars remorse. He, yeah, I think he he was on. He got that contract the year after they went to the Super Bowl, and you got to think their defense wasn't as good as the as it was now because they didn't have Jalen Ramsey. They did have Aaron Donald. They had a good defensive line, but the secondary wasn't sure up, and the linebacking core is like decent. So they made it that year based on their offense. So they gave Jared Goff the contract based on that performance. But over the years, Jared Goff's Jared Goff's relationship with Sean yeah, McVay yeah. hasn't been yeah. the same. It's actually gotten worse every yeah. year. So Sean McVay, like the McVay in the front office, is like, "Hey, this relationship isn't getting what it isn't getting better. Let's go ahead and off Jared Goff and send him somewhere, and let's get somebody in here that we can try to win a Super Bowl with. To you know, next year. So, 
I'm not saying Matthew Stafford sucks. I just think he was just in a bad place. Sure. And I think Detroit is just a place you go to die. Because there's a couple games I think I've seen them play <laughs> where Matthew Stafford has literally been the team. Well, him and Megatron were the team. And that was yeah, it. He had yeah, golden tape. one go-to thing. But the guy – yeah, he had golden tape. But even when I watched him when he was at Georgia, the kid had got a – Jesus, man, that man got a cannon yeah, for an arm. But he's, yeah, he he's definitely he's not no push around. I think he's a pretty he's a decent quarterback, but I just don't think he's worth all that though, man. That's all. That's all. They lot did, Chad, and up. I think it wasn't because Matthew Stafford was worth that much. I think it's because they wanted to get rid of Jared Goff bad enough to where they had to make the deal so sweet for Detroit that they couldn't pass it up. Yeah, and they took on the Goff's contract. That's the thing. They got rid of. I think after this year's bonus or whatever, they you know Detroit takes on all of the contract, hundred million dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that's still yeah, crazy. It's crazy man. they don't have enough first okay. pick, but I think I do like the fact that they have Donald and Ramsey. They got two good defensive pieces on complementary pieces that that added. Yeah, but I think the Rams are all right, man. As far as they've been drafting so, pretty so, well. So. Since you bring up Donald, let's go ahead and go through. Um, today was also, you know, the day before the Super Bowl is always they named the Player of the Year, MVP, all that shit. All right, so mm-hmm. hey, Donald, everybody's saying T.J. Watt, that fucking uh, uh, from Pittsburgh. T.J. Yeah, they they're saying he got robbed because Aaron Donald was named Defensive Player of the Year. Well, no. His team actually did something in the playoffs, at least won one game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I you got to You know, team success, player success in the NFL doesn't always equate to team success, uh, which is very different um, from sport to sport. So, Dude, I, I hated Aaron Donald. I thought, but he, that dude is a beast, man. For him to do he what is, he is. From he the inside, he had an amazing year. Like, he was. Oh, yeah. Was We're about to look at it right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, not taking no, I'm not taking away Watt's year, but man, Donald is just a beast, man. Like, yeah, but guys, TJ Watt's three tackles, forty to Aaron Watt, Aaron Donald's forty-one, fifteen sacks, twenty-three tackles for losses, fifty-five pressures, forty-one QB hits. By that time, Aaron Donald was getting triple teamed. By that time, you know what I'm saying. But dude, no, the but look at that fucking sack. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm, but look I'm, at that fucking definitely... sacks, 13 sacks from the inside? That is ridiculous. You don't, dude, like, if you can't get 13 sacks, that's deep defensive what end number. What position did TJ, time out, what, what position did TJ Watt play, though? He played the out, out linebacker or inside, outside? Inside, inside linebacker, one of them. I'm pretty sure it's he's inside. Like a, he's like a Sam backer. No, he's outside. He's a outside edge Yeah, he's linebacker. an edge rusher. He's, yeah, 3-4 defense, but he's an outside linebacker rushing. Mhm. So technically, right, man. so I think I think Aaron Donald numbers are better. I honestly, because he's got his hand in the ground. He's got his hand in the ground. So we get Aaron Donald. Then let's not let's not let's just go through everyone. Kevin Stefanski won Coach of the Year, which I feel like is the right. Yeah, that was the right move. I don't disagree with that. That's the Colts? No, Cleveland Browns. Browns, okay. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He deserves Coach of the Year, man. They 
I think this is the first year they've been in the playoffs in what? Uh, and one year. Yeah, and they won, so that's actually good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he definitely deserves coach of the year, man. I think I'm just gonna say this. Like I said at the beginning of the year, I thought the Browns were gonna do what they're gonna do. I thought they're gonna be pretty good. I still think they're gonna be pretty good. I'm still not sold on Johnny Manziel, but they got talent around him. Don't you mean uh Johnny Manziel? Don't you mean not uh, Johnny Manziel? Uh, Baker Mayfield. You man tripping, y'all. <laughs> I thought, I thought he said it slightly as a joke. He's edible, did you? No, I thought he I'm said it sorry. as a joke to kind of you know diss Johnny uh Baker Mayfield. He's pretty much the same person as Johnny Manziel. I'm just being honest, but without the drugs, I guess. Yeah, that's it. He's the exact same person. I wouldn't say that. But no, I like they got a lot of talent there. They got a lot of talent in Cleveland, and that's so. what it was. It was just everything coming together. You hired the right coach, and mm-hmm. um, you know somebody that could help develop Baker and give him an offense that was more offensive, uh, catered to his skill set, and he and he was successful. That's no shock mm-hmm. there. So, mm-hmm. so MVP. Then we get. Then we get. Offensive player, no, no, Sanjay. You know they don't do that no more. They do an offensive player, a defensive player, and then they do MVP. So I still think, uh, uh, I don't know who got the MVP, but offensive player of the year was Derrick Henry, two thousand rushing yards. Oh, I mean, most definitely. Yeah. That's no say it. Can we put up a belief. highlight tape? Oh yeah, well, he, he player, I don't Chase, know, man. Chase Young got defensive player rookie of the year. If you say I, I don't know, that, I'm, I'm about to no, say you smoke I it. Thought, I thought the rookie of the year. I thought they was just the off. I thought it was just like the no, rookie they, of the year. Who, who do you think should have been their offensive? Herbert. Yeah, uh, not Herbert. Tua. I wasn't gonna give it to Herbert. I was just gonna give it to um. What's that? Uh, Herbert Herbert got it. And, uh, Tua. And uh, Justin Jackson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah, Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he did. Look, work I'm gonna tell you something. I did see something the other day. I'm kind of shocked. This is the truth. It was him. It. it was him and um, it was him and AJ Brown talking shit to each other at a, on a thing, and he told AJ Brown, you know, I, you know, I'm a better. I, I put up better numbers than you my rookie year, and then AJ Brown said, if I was getting ten targets a game, he said we run the ball, you know, twenty times a game. And he telling the truth. AJ Brown telling the truth. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we yeah. see why Justin Herbert came with an, an instant impact, though, in my opinion. So, um, and I don't think they have any uh-huh. other awards yet. So, uh, dude, a lot of fans are like, "What about dude, comeback giving up on Tua?" Man, fucking Miami fans are just stupid as hell. A what comeback player of the year? You already know who they're going to. Who? Another Washington team player. They're Alex definitely Smith. gonna give it to. Oh, Alex They're Smith. definitely gonna give it to Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah. comeback player of the year. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah, I I don't want to say that. I'm just saying. Years? I'm just saying. I know for a fact they're gonna give it to him. Uh, assistant coach of the year. Yeah. Who? Uh, where are the winners? <laughs> Bless you, Sam. I mean Sanjay. Yeah, I was gonna say that wasn't me. Man, that sneeze sound like I'm that sneeze sound hurt. Like it hurts, yeah. bro. Well, you sneeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, 
But damn near killed himself, boy. So the, the football season. Uh, what else we got, man, dealing with football? That's pretty much all, man. You know. Man, I know man, we didn't get a chance to talk about this. Uh, well, I know we talked it's Super Bowl week, but we you know we didn't get a chance to talk about the the, the, the championship <clears throat> games, the NFC versus you know the 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 Green Bay Buccaneers game, and how Green Bay freaking blew choked. it. Dude, I gotta say, Aaron Rodgers choked. I am very disappointed. What that man? Yeah, I lost respect for Aaron Rodgers that game because I I put some faith in him. I was like, he should like <laughs> He had three opportunities on those turnovers, and he choked zero points, dude. Sam sounded like DMX. He said, what? What? That's true. Man, but I also think coaching lost that game for Green Bay at the end as well. Because Yeah. Yeah, well, you got to think LaFleur kicked a field goal. And I was like, man, you got to get in the end zone. Like, even if you kick a field goal, you still got to try to get in the end zone. So it's like, why not just go for it on fourth down? Because you got to get in the end zone anyway. And he choked, man. Yeah, he choked. Yeah. It was like, yeah. But he, wouldn't you, you rather not come up with any points? No, Shad, at that point, at the end of the game, or you like, you got to think. You but if they don't come up with any no. points, they still got to get a four and out anyway. So regardless, they would have to get a three and out and just score a touchdown again. They st- yeah, they would have had to try to get the touchdown regardless. So it's like, go ahead and try to get it now. Don't kick the field goal because you may get it. Like, there should have been a time I called on third down. and like, hey, Aaron, look, dude, we, we're going for it on fourth down. So try to get some yards here, and we're going to try to set up a fourth down play because we're, we're getting in the end zone. And, you know, I think the communication for the team for Green Bay failed at the end. It failed them. And that's why LaFleur, yeah, that's why they lost, evidently. I mean, on top of, you know, Aaron Rodgers not running uh, when he should have ran. But I think coaching also, I got to blame the coaching on that. Kicking so a field goal. So you don't Dude, and, and speaking Rogers. of that, they should, instead of drafting whatever, Hunter for the stupid quarterback they drafted, if they would have used that pick on defense or offense, would have won them the game. Look, bro, all I'm going to say is they made it that far and they picked But They so make I it mean, that like... far every, just about every year and they choke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. About, you know, dude, I that's mean... what I'm saying, dude. You know, it's, you know how disrespectful Tom Brady is? He comes to this side of the conference and just goes automatically. That is fucking disrespectful to every quarterback that's <laughs> yeah, like, Tom, yeah. Tom Pickens uh destiny man. And you know what? I'm also disappointed yeah, in bro. Russell Wilson. I was pulling for him and you know, he kinda of fluttered at the end. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I was just yeah. too, man. I, I I think the defense knew what they were gonna do though at that point. Uh as far as like studying uh uh Seattle. Mm-hmm. Because they usually do, like, the same thing. Yeah. They, like, got, run yep, balls and throw deep, and they really just – and they really they really just took the deep ball away from them. Yeah. And made them, like, hey, you're going to beat me short game and running. And they couldn't do it. They literally could not do it, so. Yeah, th- I, mean, I know. They they're trying to run the ball, but they need to get a real good running back. Like, this committee running back isn't working for them. No, no. Their offensive line needs to be better. I was trying yeah. to know so that, like – they don't run block well. They don't. Like, Seattle is terrible at run blocking. They need to run block better. Invest in some O-line. They need to invest in some O-line. That, and that defense. Is so and get a little bit of defense, then they can be decent again. 
I yeah. think. Uh, who needs to invest in defense? Seattle. It's okay. I mean, it's a middle. It's an average. You know, it's a middle of the pack, but. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Who's that? Jamal Adams said he like he played through like a hurt shoulder and uh, uh tore meniscus and something else. He said he played through. He's beat up. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, about, yeah, uh, he was beat up. But Seattle didn't lose that game because of their defense. They lost that game because of their offense. You got to think the Rams got a big yes. six. On Seattle on a they screen did. play because they were trying to force the ball to DK, and that was really the difference in the football game. Yeah, that Damn. play was the difference. It, and Rams, uh, what do you call secondary? Their players know how to jump, or they, you know, they like to jump balls or routes, or yeah, you got to think routes too. very Seattle's, well, man. They, they, they're like the new Seattle for real. Like they, they, yeah. they built that. They built. They're Golly, building. Man. They built the Rams to beat them. Yeah, that's so right, man. They're like the new Legion of Boom. Yeah, they really are. They're young. They're big. Eh, and I wouldn't say that top tier. Nasty. But, uh, they're good. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Sanjay, yes, stop they with are, the bro. fucking hey. God dang. Bro, you are not saying what? they're fucking Legion of Boom. That's disrespectful. They monsters, bro. They are monsters. They got Jalen Ramsey and yeah. Aaron Donald. He, he's Sunday the rain, he's the rain leader. Moonwalking. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I've talked you were talking about exclusively the secondary. Like overall defense, yeah. That's definitely overall a, defense, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some dogs, bro. I gotta give it yeah, to them, man. Or oh, let's say they have the same mystique as the Legion of Boom. I'll take this. Yeah, so, they do. Dak did they beat do. uh Jalen Ramsey, but the NFL refs fucked him over. Oh god. Casting interference. Oh, gotta make everything about man. Dak Prescott. But wasn't it true, bro? Came back dropping bombs oh. on that uh, balling ass defense with the broken down D uh, offensive line. And of course, the refs had to call a fucking offensive interference at the oh. last minute. Question: Not to change the subject, not to change the subject, but my my boy from Houston. Does he get traded, or does he stay? Deshaun. Yeah, Deshaun. Because hey, I've heard rumors. Chad, Chad, what was his record? What was his record? Four and. Four and something. Shit, I can't remember. Four and four. Damn. But you also, I mean, he put in a lot of that blame on, like, the, the he doesn't want to take the, like, yo, he wasn't the best quarterback this year either, though. And we can be real about it. He threw a couple of interceptions this year, you know what I'm saying? I, and don't I, don't I, go, I, don't, I, nah, I, nah, I don't want to hear that shit. He only he had shit. He had shit. He had Will Fuller. He had Brandon. Cook. He had pretty. He had a pretty good wide receiver core. He had a better wide receiver core than the fucking Redskins did. So you're not gonna fucking tell me that. You're not gonna fucking tell me that that Watson had a better. 
No, no, you're not gonna. No, no, they didn't. Washington. But you know what? That would be a good landing spot, him. Oh, they don't give up for Washington. No, we don't want them. Oh hell no. We don't want them. Huh? What about Jets? I think Jets. I'm just saying receiving core. I was just saying receiving core, Sam. All right. He was. I'm saying. I'm saying that he he was over there about to make an excuse for that man. Can't make no excuse for that man. Okay. All right. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to make an excuse for him. I'm just being... If, if he had an issue, he should have voiced his issue when they got rid of their fucking Pro Bowl wide receiver. If he had an issue. He should have said something before then. Yeah. They were letting it... They right, letting when they started the process of trading him, when they started the process of trading him, if he had an issue, he should have said, all right, since y'all want to get rid of my best weapon, my best target, I want out right now. I'm pretty sure he was, but like shit, the, the hell, what was their coach's name at that time? Bill O'Brien. Uh, Bill O'Brien was a coach and a GM, so he could have made that decision like, like this. And just with that same issue, I mean, what did he get rid of? Uh, Andrew Hop, what did he get rid of Hopkins for? Asking for a fucking uh, raise. Raise. He got rid of Clown. So just, 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 just like, so. just like that. If Watson was a real good teammate and a real, and he really was dependent on the Texans and wanted to take them to the next level, when they started getting rid of his number one wide receiver, he should have did something then. Don't wait until after all this shit that happened and now you want to leave. Yeah, because they nah, that's some bullshit. That's some bullshit, bro. Interview uh, a black coach until he like started complaining about it. Man, that shit don't matter. That shit don't matter, bro. That man wanted out. Oh, I'll, I'll say this: that Texans owner is fucking kind of a lunatic himself. Supposedly he's like listening to his pastor, or I don't know, like to hire like all the fucking GM, and of course he went back and hired another fucking Patriots guy. What the hell is like wrong with him? I mean, I mean, oh, when no. you have a when you have a club that is used to winning and a club that isn't used to winning, how many winning seasons have the Texans had? Not that many. No, yeah. can start doing but, whatever. But like you know, like but the Patriot thing hasn't worked. Like usually their people don't work. Besides Flores and the guy in Tennessee, like, Andy tried Reed's different routes. Andy, it's Reed's like I feel like they did the same good. thing. You know, like they should have at least go somebody else, man. Somebody from college or from Andy Reid tree or Forty ers You know, from Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So that brings up another question. So we got a lot of these. Uh, Black defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators now. Do you think they've deserved their chance to get the look at of head coaching job, or you you think the league is overlooking a lot of the black uh, coaches now? Who the fuck did Eagles hire? No, hired a white uh, dude from the Colts. Same thing with the, the Chargers. Why are they hiring these crazy nobodies? I don't know. I mean, be, yeah, I, but they, they, if you can be real about it, motherfuckers just tired of seeing the same people in the, the positions. There's no need to. I mean, I, look, I'm about to be one hundred, be one hundred with y'all. I love Lovey Smith. He's one of my favorite coaches of all time, man. And I'm not even a big Bears fan. His ass didn't. He, his ass did really good at the Bears, and then he lost with the Tampa Bay. He hasn't been back in the league. He fucking didn't do that great with Illinois as a uh, college program, and he got fired there. So I mean, unfortunately. 
you got to start getting some new blood in places. Now, the one person I would have loved to see get a position would have been the offensive coordinator for, coordinator from fucking the Chiefs. He deserved the position somewhere, mm-hmm. especially if especially if the Titans uh, offensive coordinator can get a fucking job somewhere. Oh, hell yeah, exactly. I definitely mm-hmm. think that. Uh, but it's all right because just like any other football, you know, I would much rather do not have gotten a job before the Super Bowl anyway, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing that is if your team's in the Super Bowl, you get a less chance to get in a job because you need to be focusing on what the Super Bowl. Um, now, one last thing for football before we move to the next subject, uh, they did announce the uh, Hall of Fame class for this year coming up. Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson uh, are the names that headline it. It's it's pretty nice, man. Um, anyone do, have y'all seen the list? Do I need to go through the list? On that list? Nah, you need to. Yeah, you need to go through the list. I thought Charles what? Woodson was already in there. Charles oh, Woodson. Rob Woodson. There's a lot of Woodsons. <laughs> this is from the well, it is sure. Woodson. This is the one that played in Green Bay, right? And uh, Oakland. In, in Oakland, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he start in Oakland mm-hmm. or Green Bay? Where did he start? Here we go. Here we go. Oakland. We got um, Alan Fancera. Don't know who the hell that is. He was a guard. Who the hell is Steel. that? Calvin Johnson. Uh, Charles Woodson. Tom Flores. Drew Pearson. From the Drew Pearson of Cowboys. The Cowboys, yeah. And Keep that's all. So I do like I do like Calvin Johnson getting up in that motherfucker. Yeah, I think Megatron deserves his. Oh, look! Breaking news: Alex Smith wins comeback player of the year. Yeah, man. So I do I do Uh, definitely like that that Calvin uh, Johnson Johnson. to be in there. We, I mean, if he uh, wasn't going to get a Super Bowl ring, he definitely deserved that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wasn't. I mean, he even said it, though. Like, as long as it was the, the Lions, he wasn't going back to play. And that's crazy because, I mean, how old is Calvin Johnson right now? He might be like. He's about 35. Same age as Stafford. He retired early. He retired early. He retired at like 31. Yeah. He retired early. But he came around the same age as Stafford, right? They came around the same time. No, no, no. Stafford's our age. Yeah, Stafford, uh, Stafford, Stafford, Stafford came out the same year The came out the same year we did. Yeah, Megatron played with some bad core. He played with like Kitna and in Detroit. Yeah. He played with a couple of scrubs. Oh, I hate to call him scrubs. But he does some no, no. No, he played with some scrubs because really what that scrub is on like Barry Sanders. He was, he was like Orlovsky, that scrub ass dude on ESPN. I, man, why does the fuck? Why does ESPN take these players and just give them careers? What the fuck? Well, Scott, I hate that dude. Hate her. Hey, who? Bart Scott. Parker Scott? Bart. Like, you know the Bart. guy from Sims? Oh, Bart Scott. Oh. Yeah, linebacker. He hates on Dak. Where's he on? He's on, oh, like, yeah. NFL, right? Yeah, he had a radio show. Yeah. But, I mean, you got the Booger McFarlands. Like, all right, let's just be real about it, man. And we were talking about this. <laughs> hey, if Booger, <laughs> let's be real about it, yo. If um, if 
they were to do one NFL game a week on Nickelodeon, like they did that experiment during the playoffs, I think we should definitely get Booger McFarlane, Dan Orlovsky, somebody just tri- and let, let's just get, let's just throw in uh, what's that dude's name who doesn't know shit about sports, but he's always talking about coonery. He was on uh on Fox. What's that dude's name, man? Well, King. Oh, the black guy. The black oh. guy, big dude, kind of looked oh. like um. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Fired. Oh, man, what is his Getting name? Up with Colin Cowherd and yeah. Yeah, just do with it, man. You know what I'm saying? Just racist, let's he's racist as shit, bro. Against his own people. Is it Jason? Jason Whitlock. No, Whitlock. Jason yeah, that's it's not Whitlock. No, Whitlock's the cool one. Is it? No, no it is Whitlock. You're no, right. It is Whitlock. Whitlock. He's Uncle Tom, man. That, Uncle Ruckus. Fucker. And he hates on that fucking little bitch. I mean, Sanjay, Sanjay, if we can, if, let's. We're, how about this? At the end of the show, from now on, Sanjay, we're gonna have a, a little thing where Sanjay can put Dak's dick in his mouth and tell us how great Dak <laughs> is every that. fucking week. God damn, Sanjay! If you bring up Dak one more time, we, we don't even. We were walking in Starkville. Well, you know, Dak went to, went to school in Starkville. What else do you need, Sanjay? God damn! Hey, I need to hype up my QB man. They hate on him. They gotta get his new contract. We love Dak. We all love Dak. You're not you're not speaking to the choir. You know, you're preaching to the choir. But we're not over here just like mm, Dak. Oh, Dak. You know what I'm saying? Like Dak. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that. Hey, yeah, yeah, do that for yeah, do that for my homes, man. Y'all do that more for my homes. No, no, we don't. Yes, y'all do, man. Y'all do exactly that for my homes, man. When the I'm hell do we ever do that? We do not do that for my homes. We don't do when that. When do we do? No, we don't. Oh, I feel like it. That's how I feel like it. How about that? Sunday, yo, man. we feel like oh, okay. you over there giving that gong gong. For real. That's how I feel like y'all do for my homes, man. Y'all just literally swallowing his fucking hair all the way down what? to his fucking knees. What? We don't talk about Mahomes like that. We're not just saying, sure "Oh, but Patrick Mahomes." But Pat- no, Sanja, you literally have brought up Dak four times. Just Dak four times. That's an episode name, Dak four times. God, please, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you, give me Dak. Why Whitlock is a hater, bro? This is this is what you do, Sanjay. I know exactly how you you'll become like content. There's a dude that's on TikTok, right? Who can, who can go on Wikipedia? He can connect something to something that, through in less than like thirty seconds. I think you need to do that, but with Dak Prescott, like go on Wikipedia <laughs> and tuna tuna sandwiches, and then find out how Dak can connect to it. Commercial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're done with football. Please don't bring him up no more this episode. Hey, All right, stop no praising more. Mahomes, man. Stop praising Mahomes. We don't. Hey, don't nobody praise Mahomes on here, Sanjay. No, I don't know. I feel different, but okay. Man, when we just praising that couple months ago, man, we were all, all like, hey, you should get a contract. We've mentioned Dak on, on this boat. podcast way more than we've mentioned Mahomes, and we've never mentioned Dak and Mahomes in the same conversation. <laughs> Well, we did. When we did, when when we had the discussion about the contract, when he got the big contract, it was like, eh. But that was it, though. That was was in relation to the contract. But other than that, 
that that's been the only time is when it was about that getting a contract. And we were standing out talking about how Mahomes contract helped Dak Prescott out. If anything. <laughs> Apparently so, it didn't, man. Oh, I mean, right. we don't know yeah, yet. Right. We don't know yet. We don't know all right, let's get this off. Let's get, get, get off of this because I'm ready to wrap this up off of football. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, man. So the country is moving in a whole different direction, guys. We're n- no hate. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? Uh, that internet um, thing they used to do back in like 2007, 8, 9, 10. They used to do the no hate where they taped the little no hate on their mouth. And it was like, you're speaking no hate. Well, that's how America is now. No hate. There's no more Trump. He's banished to Florida. How do y'all feel, man? Y'all are one most, y'all are one month post-Trumpton. Post-Trump, pardon? It would be postpartum, but Trump. So post-Trumpton? I, I, I don't know how to say it. Sam, I'm going to let you take this one first, bro. I'll leave. Let me let go first. I'm going to let Sanjay. I'm going to kick it. I'm going to punch Sanjay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel like people are maybe too lax because you know that shit can come back. How's it coming back? I don't know, man. The, those people, man, they're not letting this shit go, man. I feel <laughs> like they're gonna hold this grudge for. I think certain people are gonna hold this grudge for a long time. Yeah, I feel you, bro. It's kind of crazy. Plus, man. I'm just worried about these laws, like like Arizona trying to pass laws about overturning. You know, they can overturn state elections to whatever the legislative body or they're just coming up with more racist shit dude yeah, it is getting scary I, I do admit um i do admit like trump times brings out like trump brings out the crazy in people and we know that from january 6th uh how do y'all feel about the impeachment of him they should do it they uh... should make it like a consequential thing so I don't think it. I don't think it will happen, honestly. Uh, and I'm. I'm just. Man, I want it to because I think it's going to be a good thing. But looking at it, let me let me just take this to back up. How I feel a month past Trump, I feel like we are not still holding the Democrats to a fire, though. Um. Uh, some things that have been passed, like Biden's been writing executive orders on, and I, I can't tell you exactly what he wrote, but some of the stuff I know, I've just been like kind of mm-hmm. like looked at him kind of weird. Mm-hmm. What no, about the prison? No. What about ending no. private no. prison? Well, yeah, that well, would be great. A, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff too that I'm looking at too from his administration now and putting in policies that will definitely help black people and. Um, I'm looking for something that's going to stir the economy, and I really hadn't seen that. Um, I understand they're preaching this unity shit, but they just might as well throw that shit out the way, man. You got power now. Do what you can to make the what to do to to make things better. But at the same time, man, I think we still have to hold them to the feet to the fire. I think we have. I think we're in this like, uh, you know, when you get in a new relationship. And you be in like this Goldilocks phase, like, oh my God, and this and this and that. I love them. I think we got to get out of that shit and, and start getting down to reality and, and start holding Democrats accountable. 
the same way we were doing Trump and shit, man. We we got to hold their feet to the fire to some to topics. And okay, things I, and I on. feel that too. But bro, I feel like it's only been two weeks. Man, it's accomplished a lot. <laughs> like, like God, damn. Man. Yeah, like a, she has like she has like that fifty thousand. You're not as bad like, as all that black people on the internet. She has like fifty thousand dollars. Not enough for me. I want my. No, fifty is great. Shit, that that takes away my student debt, but. I'm but that's like more like, than what GOP has ever accomplished. If man, they do that, I don't, I don't, I don't. I like I said, man. I think the Democrats are are going to have to do what they need to do. When they they try to get this lady out of the committee, out of the committee. Uh, what's this green? What's her name? T. Major uh, Green or something. Something. Yeah. Whatever the fuck her name is, man. They lady wild as Marielle. But I I think that I think it's a flex, bro, for Democrats to be like, oh, well, we're gonna have to remove you out of this. Dude, they're doing it and, for. Uh, but they're doing it because she's the one kind of led the resurrection, or was kind of you know. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Definitely, I think, I think, and that's another thing. I feel like they're not taking as seriously. Like, I don't think the nation is taking that that uprising as serious as it should be taken. Like, people don't give a damn, man. People are selfish. I realize I, they, that. They, like, I watch Fox News now just to see how they play things, and that it's it's amazing to me. It still shocks me that that people are like, oh well, you know, nobody was really injured. They were just there to making excuses for these folks, man. No, man, burn them fools alive at the stake, bro. If that, it had been one of us or black folk, huh? I'm about to say if that if that pisses you off. Been... Wait until you hear about the woman who got granted. To go to Mexico on vacation while she's on bail. From oh no, I heard that's I, fucking I, crazy. Oh, she did get. Oh, she actually want, got it. You want to know something crazy? You want to know something crazy? So the black guy that they picked up, they didn't allow him. He bail got denied bail. Yeah, and he, he ain't got even got no money. Bail. He don't even look like he got money like <laughs> that. Said, These people over crazy, here. Right? <laughs> but they gave they gave the white guy with the split up on the desk. He's on. He's released into his own into his own like uh a conscience, man. So he can go do whatever he wants. He's just on house arrest. But my boy, but the nigga can't get out of jail. Boy, that's some fucked up shit. And a lot of them over there, like I guess a lot of them thought that Trump. You know, I remember this. The one dude, I think he had the the fur on and shit. He was going around saying like, yeah, he felt like he was bamboozled by President Trump because President Trump said he was gonna. You know, get them up out of there, and now look at it. Now look, he's your dumbass motherfucker. You're not getting pardoned. He he wasted his last pardons on who? Kodak yeah, Black. He, but... <laughs> Come on, Black bro. Black and Lil Wayne. Like, what the fuck? He let the niggers <laughs> out. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> man, Republicanism coming out. Do you see that Oxford? Man. You've been singing Oxford too much, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did let he did let he did let Banyan out too, though. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, we got... <laughs> but yeah, man. I that, I mean, but that's how I feel, though. I mean, honestly, I feel. I do. I feel safer. Nah. Um. 
do I feel hopeful that things will change? I'm in a wait and see mode. I'm honestly oh in a wait and God. see. And I, I don't know if other people are like that, but I am. I'm in a wait and see, bro. I, I'm in a wait and it's see. Been two weeks, I'm, I'm really in. Gonna be. Sad. I, I, I agree with you. Sad. I'm like, it's been two weeks and I don't have anything to say just yet. I think I'm just trying to see how everything shake out in the next, uh, the first, you know, I, I think like the first 90 days we'll be able to tell really what this administration is about and like what they're really trying to accomplish. Be about June. Yeah, I, I'd say June, the first 90 days. So I'm not really at a point where I can really say a whole lot. I see that there's a lot of executive orders that have been signed by um, the Biden administration. Um, some, you know, some, some, you know, from what I hear have been pretty beneficial to some people. And, you know, there are a few things I, I, I'm pretty sure I will probably not see eye to eye with. But, uh, you know, I think, Chad, I agree with you, man. Like, we get, we fight so hard to try to get these other politics or, you know, to try to vote somebody in. And, you know, we got to make sure we hold their feet to the fire and make sure they follow through on what, what they say. That was like the thing we talked about in our very first episode. You know, we talked mm -hmm. about, you know, you know, participating in elections. We have to make sure that these officials that we elect in actually follow through on what it is that they said that they're going to do. I, and so I'm going to chime in real quick. Um, I feel like, well, let me ask y'all this before I chime in. What do y'all think is the most important thing that he gets done first? If you can name one thing, think of that one thing you can think of that's the most important Police. thing that he accomplished. Like that he needs to accomplish that we want to see or like not that because well, what I'm thinking is police reform. reform. Police reform, okay. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I agree with Shad. That's really like the biggest thing that's you think that should be the number one thing he what about you, uh Sanjay? Start collecting taxes. Okay. So for me, the number one thing that I think that he needs to accomplish right now is getting the world back moving, which means uh, accomplishing that 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 vaccine, a hundred million vaccine, uh, and getting that out to the people. Uh, I I don't think that you can accomplish anything else if you don't get that done. You can't accomplish. You know what I'm saying? So that should be his main focus. And I think that uh, as, uh, as people, we're getting too selfish first. We need to think about the world first, getting the world back running. Then we need to worry about. Then we need to worry about what we want. You know what I'm saying? And and so he got handed a very malfunctioned country. And they sabotaged that shit on the way too. Like they weren't giving him the, nothing, the... which is crazy because now he's he's making sure he blocks Trump for getting shit. And I feel like that's hella petty. You know what I'm saying? And I fucks with it. What? But also, I fucks with. It. That's why. That's why I'm saying. But, like, not the interrupt you. I, I think the Democrats are doing what they need to do. I think for right now they look good. Like I said, I'm not going to agree with everything that they they're pushing, but they're doing what they got to now. They got the power, and they should be doing that shit. They, that's exactly what the Republicans would do. So, yeah, I mean Schumer. The the majority leader is pushing for, you know, um, 
the fifty thousand. It's not. It's not. What's his name pushing for it? You know what I'm saying? It's not Trump. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not Biden pushing for it. It's Schumer. Schumer and Schumer saying, "Hey, we're not letting up. I don't care if he is our president. You know, a Democratic president. We're not letting up. We need this fifty thousand. But you know, at the end of the day, man, yeah, fifty thousand is awesome. That's good." Before we get all this done, man, we got to, we have to, we have to get the world back open. Because if the world's not open, what what are we going to accomplish? I mean, everything's interrelated. Like our business. When you say when you say the world, you talking about just the United States, or you talking about the world? World? I'm talking about America. If we get okay. vaccinated, if we get our vaccines and get all that. And there is a there is a study. I know I saw it on DC.gov that showed, you know, the vaccine has been working. Like their numbers are dropping. So, I mean, you could be one of these people that wait until everybody else get vaccine so you don't have to get the vaccine. Or you can go ahead and get that vaccine and just be good with it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, speaking of vaccines, I'm I'm trying to find a way to get one too. So I think you got to go to your local county website or health mm-hmm. website to see where they're offering it. Yeah, I know Mississippi was doing. Yeah, it. you do. It's and in, I know it's like you, And you're supposed to get two shots for most of the vaccine uh, to be, to, I think, effective. To... Like you wait 30 days or 60 days. Yeah, between. You... Yes, uh, I think you have to contact, like, uh, you can go to, I think, uh, the CDC and see where they're getting the shots at. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be, like, a list up there, and then you contact them, contact the hospital, whoever the provider is giving the doses mm-hmm. out, so you can get on the uh, waiting list. Um, but that brings up an interesting topic. Are you guys, have y'all made up your mind to take the shot? Well, I want to go to Europe, so I have to take the shot. Uh, plus, yeah. I don't want the I don't want the UK strain. So when he, uh, like, I don't know, like so my family, like they won't see me unless I get the shot. <laughs> At least one of my cousins. Whoa! Really? Yeah. But he's like wow. a doctor, so he's like super. Uh, he's like all into that shit. He should already have the shot, though, so right? Where you going to go yeah, to he has the shot, but like he has yeah. kids and stuff. Oh. And plus, he just doesn't. He's like, yeah, you got to get a shot. <laughs> so, uh, Sam. Yeah, I'm. I'm on. I'm still debating it, but I'm leaning towards getting a shot. I just don't know exactly when. Dude, you should do it and get it over with. Yeah, and you know, I actually heard man, there's y'all, a lot of y'all are peer pressure, done. man. <laughs> he said, What? Y'all peer pressure, bro. <laughs> now I feel like I gotta go take it. Well, you know, and I also <laughs> have this new shot. Johnson Johnson just came out with a new uh serum that's supposed to only be one shot and not two. And it's but actually, also they said that joint is has a not effective. Yeah, yeah, like a fifty-five percent rate. Those the other ones, the ones where you gotta take take the two, that's like ninety-five percent effective rate, pretty much. Around so there. the Pfizer and the uh, what's the other Moderna. one? Moderna. 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 Yeah. And I think I think <clears throat> now you you want to do the two shot anyway. It's like a verification, or you know, you kind of cover. You want to have a little time lapse. Yeah, and I, I don't think black people have been taking the shot as many as they hope to take it. But 
Man, I honestly, from the black community perspective, I think, I think we should be skeptical of vaccines like that, man. Like it, you we've been so? tested on. Yeah, we've been tested on throughout history, man. We've yeah, but I mean, tested. it's not just black people getting the vaccine now, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're not being I tested know, on now. It's uh, Americans. It's, it's it's still the don't it's still that stigma. You know, it's it's hard. I think it's hard for black folks to get over that stigma that that, that no history. Um, because something like um, what what was that? What's that saying, man? To be a a black man in America that is uh man, what is it? Something about like you can be a black man in America that knows his history. I can't remember what it's always enraged or some shit like that. So you like knowing the things that America has done to black people when it comes to like putting out vaccines and shit, it it you you be like, mm, mm, I'll wait and see type shit. And my mom was talking about taking a shot the other day and my grandma was too. And um I I actually encouraged them to go get it, although I'm still I'm still on the fence on it. I'm like, yeah, they should go get it because they're older. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my grandma, my grandma's 80, 81. My mom's damn, how old is my mom? 50, 53, 54, somewhere around there. Whatever. So like, I want them to go get it, but I'm still on the fence on it, man. So my grandma got it. Did they really? That's good. Yeah, she's eighty. Yeah, my my aunties took her to go get it. That's good, man. That's good. Chad, you uh, gotta look at it this way. Do you believe in science? I look. I ain't never said I don't believe in science. Hold on. I just don't want to be no test dummy. That's it. That's what. But that's what and we were saying. Though. We were that's... saying like, there's no way. Like test dummies would have been you in December. You know, getting the getting it. This is millions of people have gotten it now. You know what I'm saying? It's not just black people, white people. People have gotten it, so that should be something that you're thinking of when you go into this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying get it. I'm saying, like the only reason I'm getting it is because I want to go. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want the UK virus. You know, I don't want that one. They, they. Yeah. I saw a thing that was someone was saying that um, it was a man. He was in from Huntsville. Uh, Alabama, and he was down in UAB with a, a declining liver and a decline, uh, a declining heart. I didn't mean mm-hmm. I wasn't laughing about that. A declining liver and a declining heart, and he first case of the UK strand in Alabama, and they don't understand how he got it because he wasn't in UK. Somebody you from UK say? was at UAB, dude. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? or so they so, went to UAB, went to UK or something. Probably so. A lot of students, you know. Yeah. And so, and he was only thirty-five. He had two kids, everything. So it was really sad. But either that, or that, or the, or that virus has oh, uh, mutated. News. Uh, mutated separately or something, which I, which is not yeah. outside the realm. And you know what they said? You the know? whole like DC. Uh, speaking of so, your point of getting people vaccinated, the less the virus has to mutate or has multiple times, you know, to mutate, the less time it's. I mean, the less time it has to replicate, the less it's going to mutate and, you know, become deadlier. So the more people you get vaccinated, you know, 
you're lowering that chance to create new strands. I feel you, man. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, but it is scary, though. It's still scary. Yeah, of I course, thought man. I, had, I thought I had it last week, man. I don't want it at all. I took the test, man. I took the COVID test. Let me tell you. That, the COVID, you know how they tell you it's bad? It's really not that bad, bro. They're the putting the thing up. Well, know, they're not doing it, it bad. the way they it used to bad. do it, right, Chef? Because I seen, uh, I had a homegirl that recently got tested like a month and a half ago, and so they take the swab, but it's not really going up your nostril like they used to back when they first came out with the test. It used to go all the way up your nostril. Now it's just Man, like I, it goes in there a little bit. And I just take a swab. No, bro. I I I just took it. I just took it a week ago. That damn thing was probably like damn. this long. So uh, did they go all the way up? It's about it, hell yeah! It's about this much sticking outside my nose, dog. Oh dang, Chad! Like I swear that thing's about like eight inches, man. That <laughs> went yeah. in my nose. And they put like hydrogen peroxide or something. Uh, no, they ain't put nothing. I had in like there, a like, it. I don't know. Bother me. Like a tingle in my nose was like. Mm-hmm. So he was the guy, the doctor that I went and saw. He goes, "All right, you ready?" He said, "Don't tense up." So I didn't. He just tastes it. He goes, shoot. And it goes, it like he gets to this point and it like it turns down. And like I just left my mouth open too at the same time. <laughs> and he left it in there. I was like, this. And he pulls it out. The worst thing about it, and it's not even the worst. It's just, it feels weird when he pulls it out. Because it feels like he brought a snot booger out from like the back of your throat or something. It was weird. But. It really did, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was weird as fuck, though. That's one thing I was going to say. It was really weird as fuck. But it wasn't bad. It really wasn't bad. It really wasn't. So, uh... Few more things and we can get going. Uh, so we got a, uh, we already got, we got what they're doing for, you know, what we want them to do. So a few of the things that he said he's going to do is like, um, you know, the 50, people want the fifteen hour, fifteen dollars an hour raise, all that stuff. And then you see people like, my favorite thing is when you see people on the internet talking about, well, I'm a teacher, you know, I don't think a, a fry cook should be making what a teacher makes. All that stuff, and it's like, and then you see somebody say, Well, don't you think teachers should be making more than that? So, <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I, what else, what else, what's all there that we need to we need to know about? Sam, what, you were the one you, that was bringing this up earlier. About yeah, I'm gonna let that time in. You know, Shad, go ahead, Shad. Let's see, want to hear DC's opinion on this. I mean, on the fifteen dollars an hour. I mean, as somebody I'm who curious to see what he has. I mean, as somebody who yeah. runs the business. I mean, that's what they want to do. Look, I don't own the business, so I can't. You know, if we I gotta buy by the fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, then. But my thing is, the only thing is that people don't realize is that that's gonna what that's gonna do is it's gonna open up the work workforce. If I'm paying you fifteen dollars an hour, you know what I'm saying. 
Motherfucker, your ass better be working. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, that's minimum wage. So I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm. I'm... Mm. Mm. Well, it's been 15 years since it's, it's been raised. So mm. yeah, it's been a long time. Mm. And I believe it deserves so... to be raised. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Once again, I'm a high. I'm a hard ass worker, mm-hmm. and I've been one since I was a kid. I've been working since I was 14. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? So I've I've been working since I've seen, you know, since I've seen shit go from my first job, I'm making five, was it five ninety an hour? Yeah, it's like five seventy five, maybe. You know, yep. I was making five ninety five ninety an hour, my first fucking job. So I'll say this though, like there are always you see, why you sound why you sound like somebody's grandpa? <laughs> Like, Shit, I'm just an old soul, oh, man. I'm oh, working, I was 14 years old. I was, man. I, I Shit, to be real you. about it, I used to go up to the carnival and blow balloons up, no homo. You know what I'm saying? Man, you hustled, dog. I yeah, yeah. I needed, I needed money all that. And that was when I was like 11, 12. I'd go up there. It also, it was a good way to see girls, and then girls would be like, "You work here?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm doing my thing." <laughs> Man, you weren't working because you wanted to. You working because you trying to see some girls? Yeah. Sam, I heard you going. Hey, so I was going. Go, I think, What's up? I, think Sanjay, thought, I want to chime in, but I want to go ahead and let Sanjay. I think Sanjay has something to say. Oh, about the fifteen-hour wage. Uh, I think we get the impression that you know usually. They're always, always, you know, bad workers or whatever, but like I think they leave a like a majority impression of what the actual, you know, what the to- real workforce is, not is, but you know, portrays a bad impression on them. I think most workers kind of do work hard and you know deserve the fifteen dollars hour, but we let some of the few bad live like a like a bigger impression than they should. No, I ain't got I ain't got nothing. I'm just saying, I mean, you just gotta look at it like this, man. Like on somebody as somebody who's worked a minimum wage job, you know what I'm saying? I've worked with people who work hard and I've worked with people who don't work hard. And do I you know, it's crazy that you're gonna you're gonna see the real workers, you know what I'm saying, who really wanna work and stuff like that. That's all. But I'm saying, like, you know, the economy would be a pretty much a shit show if majority of the people were not working as hard or really didn't do their job. All right. All right. I'm going to go ahead and chime in here. Um, so, you know, I'm, all right, guys. So, my sort of when I, I'm going to come from an economic standpoint. So, from, from an economics standpoint, the 15, I think we can all agree that no one can make a living off of the current minimum wage. And so, agreed. So you know, I, I think you know, I think a lot of things that we often forget too is that the 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 reason why the minimum wage hasn't raised is because of unemployment benefits. So unemployment benefits are based on the minimum wage. So if they raise the minimum wage, right? It, that's why the government hasn't raised the minimum wage because they don't want to di- disperse any more money into unemployment. And what that's done subsequently. It has allowed businesses not to do their own, you know, raise their minimum wage for employees that work at at um, work work at their facilities. They're off wherever they're working at. 
whether it's fast food or you're, you know, busting tables or washing cars at a dealership. And, you know, I think the interesting thing that's going to happen here, if they do raise the $15, the minimum wage to $15, is what happens to the economics of everything else that, you know, skilled jobs, everything else that's considered substantially much more valuable than someone working a minimum wage job who could be either working at a fast food restaurant or um uh or or doing something that doesn't really require any kind of serious skill to perform that task so the and you know there's this other question uh, other underlying question that we have as a country in terms of the economic wealth gap and i think part of that is in due to the fact that the cost of living has continuously gone up but salaries and, and the wage for those in the middle class and in the lower class haven't gone up to match what the upper class is making. So if us pushing the minimum wage is going to help decrease that gap to kind of help cover some of the, the cost of actual living in the United States, then what my biggest question is obviously what's going to happen to one uh, government minimum wage that for unemployment, I think that's just stay where it is. And I think they should make two minimum wages, a minimum wage for working and a minimum wage for those who are on unemployment. So they don't try to take advantage of unemployment by raising the salary up to $15 an hour. And then also, what is the economics going to happen to those um, who have skilled jobs, those with degrees like, you know, my job, um, guys, I make, you know, um, my hourly salary, uh, hourly, my, my salary breaks down to about $42 an hour. So it's like, all right. So, you know, at that point, what does that do to my salary? Does that kind of increase my own value? Not at the economics of the rest of the, I don't want to say the rest of the world, but maybe the rest of the United States has kind of adjusted. How does that adjust my salary? You know, it's, you know, is, is my salary now worth $15 uh... more or is it based on a percentage of what you know salary let's say economically minimum wage jumps i think it's 200 percent. so does my salary jump 200 percent to kind of match the you know you know there's some questions to be you know i don't think it does i wish it would but <laughs> Bro, why, why would why would yours jump Hell 200%? No. like there's like be, be, because it, it his role has increased in value right. based on the minimum wage like based on a minimum wage, Sam is doing great, right? Well, once you raise it to that fifteen dollars, it's like, all right, then my job is worth more than that now. Is yeah, but it's not worth two. It's not worth two hundred percent more. Maybe it's worth maybe ten oh, okay. percent. Or... Okay. Oh, 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 agree. Maybe maybe he deserves like, a raise because it's, because it's not like you know your salary already covers rent. But you know, I think salary... the bigger question is, Sanjay, is for for teachers. For those teachers, those people who are probably making fifteen dollars an hour with degrees that are they're like skilled, like some teachers. So now, how does the economics of a salary teacher like how does it affect that? Maybe not me necessarily, but somebody who's making fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollars an hour. Like, teaching. you know, how does the economics of their job with their skills? Well, degree that's the thing. Are they salaried or are they hourly? First of all, I think teachers are. They're, they're, but son, they're it's salary, salary, but it breaks down. And you can break your salary down into how much you make an hour. Down to hourly, yeah. You, you can yeah, pretty you much can. break it down and say, oh, okay, I average this much an hour. I mean, it's, it right. seems like, well, I'll say this the teachers haven't gotten a raise and their salary hasn't increased at all. So maybe, you know, there should be focused on reinvesting in education. 
and that's how they increase. Uh, but I, th- I I think if you if you break down an average teacher salary, which is like under thirty five thousand dollars, it's about fifteen dollars an hour. Yep. It's about fifteen dollars an hour. It's about fifteen, fifteen, uh, sixteen dollars an hour. So maybe they yeah, should raise that to so, twenty. But Sam, I'll, but I want to question you on this the whole unemployment benefit benefit thing. I don't know if how that really. I think the way it works is like you know, like your Cobra insurance or whatever. I think you pay into it and people pay into it. You know, your business and stuff. And your business does pay into the and uh, you pay into it and it only lasts. You know, the Cobra insurance. It's not like it lasts your lifetime. It only lasts for so many months. <laughs> Sanjay, but I'm telling you, Sanjay, outside of our career, Sanjay, there are people who get unemployment benefits. And some people, like I'm telling you, I know some people who are just taking advantage of the fact that they don't want to work and they mm-hmm. they and they'll take that minimum wage check. And it's like, you know, I'm, hey, I, I don't But they can't like but they they can't only get it for so many months, right? But then they gotta go find another job, right? No, Sanjay, you gotta think there's uh, not not now. Not 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 with the pandemic. You don't have to. Uh you don't have to go look for one, so you can just literally ride the system. Well, that's uh, uh, they just extended whatever unemployment unemployment benefit, but it's not like they're gonna yeah, extend it for the rest of our lives. And the other people no, but, who have benefits, they qualify through social security or other, you know, actual programs that you know that they can't. I'm I'm gonna change. Topics here, just it's still on the no, 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 but before we change it, no, nah. hold on, no, no, I don't want to change it, I just kind of want to redirect it because, like, Sam's looking from economic, and I'm all, I'm going to try to look at it from a small business point, like a yeah. mom and pop. Mm-hmm. So, that that's my change. I I think what happens on that level, forcing them to do $15 an hour, the government, I think it cuts your workforce in half. I literally think, uh, because like you, you, you're looking for if somebody employs something and they cannot, if they cannot handle fifteen dollars an hour, if break, that might break them. I think they cut their workforce. But no, but but can I, they I not think, charge more? They can, but I think initially the initial thing is going to happen. What's initially going to happen is they're going to cut their workforce in half. Nah, yeah. I don't think that happened. Oh. Last time, last time they did, it was like. This was like the same issue or the debate that they said when last time, what what do you call it, the minimum wage was going to increase. Oh, everything is going to go through the shit, and, you know, it's going to be a fucking downturn. Nope, nothing happened. Everything adjusted, you know. People have more money. It's just like giving people stimulus. I don't think people are going to have more money because, like, if you raise the minimum wage, that means everything else also goes up. Like but just, not by it's just, it's yeah, just but, but what the, I know no 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 but what does everything go up? And not everything goes up by two hundred percent. Like your fucking McDonald's fries is not gonna go from a dollar to five dollars, you know. Maybe it goes to dollar and ten cents or a dollar and fifty cents. Three dollars for for a large fry or whatever. I mean, but I'm saying economic wise, yes, they will go up, but it's, it's gonna be a certain percentage. And that percentage, although it's gonna be you know, it's gonna be shared throughout the population you know, it's kind of like buying insurance you know it's like a group policy right the reason we can do insurance is because so many people are in the pool and your shared cost is you know lowered that's the whole point so if everybody you know is buying in chipping into the minimum wage people have more money to spend business is going to get more money but you're not going to waste all of your money but because you know the raise of you know the product is going to be raised by maybe five to ten percent or fifteen percent not eighty percent 
Yeah, but what I'm saying, people that can't make that adjustment fast, I think the initial thing is to dump your workforce and then build it back up when you can pay those people that fifteen dollars an hour. I don't well, think places, I don't think everybody but, is but it's already kinda like, like that though. Make that COVID switch. already did that. Like your business is either you already survived and adjusted or you know, you're making through you found out the solution. You know, we're at this phase mm-hmm. already. Now is the time to retool you know, you're moving on up. Now is the rebound. Now is the uptick. Once we get people vaccinated, the... yeah. next year, shit's going to be humming. <laughs> so my, my one thing, my one thing about this whole thing actually correlates with, um, it actually correlates with the GameStop stock thing that happened this past, like, a couple weeks Ooh. ago, last week. Yeah, let's talk it's, about it, that. And it, it, and it goes from a, a standpoint of, unfortunately, you see that the the rich doesn't, they don't want to see the poor people get on their level. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so that's why, and then that's why, like oh, no. Sam said, you know, it's always going to be an economic thing. It's always going to be, you know, it's just like, I, I, I always correlated, I correlated that whole thing to that movie. And this is crazy. Uh, in time, the Justin Timberlake movie that came out a long time ago, maybe like ten years ago, where I it know, was like a Bonnie good. and Clyde yeah. movie, and they were giving, they were taking shit from the rich and giving it to the poor, and giving time to the poor because it was after if your clock ran out, you died. And it was like, what well, you don't realize about it's the same thing about money. If you if you spread the money around, you know they're just gonna raise the price to things. The same thing. Like like Sam was saying, they're just gonna raise it. You know, they don't want us to have it, and they don't want us to be wealthy. That's why I mean, that's why they hate on fucking Bitcoin and shit like that because they don't understand it, and they're seeing it's making people wealthy that aren't usually wealthy, and they don't want that. They only and want I'll a certain say, amount of. Uh, go ahead. I'll sorry, say this sorry. about like how rich people get rich is through the stock market and manipulating the U.S. economy. You know. The, the real rich people, they use the system to make money. It's not like they use their own money, you know. They inflate the stock market, you know, they get bailed out, you know. They pass laws or buy senators to, you know, you know, not pay their fair share of taxes, you know. Like, you know, cost of doing businesses, like, you know, Fortune 500, you know, companies, you know, the shit that they get, like all the international shipping, you know, the protection that they get. You know, they, they find ways to get shortcuts and not pay their pay their fair end and that's how they get more money. I feel it, man. Yeah. Ah, I feel it. But the fact that they stop share uh some folks from buying shares for like was it two days? Yeah, it I stopped the rally, dude. It's it pretty much got people to some you know, they down. just need a certain yeah. amount of people to sell it off and say, Hey, let me just cut my loss right now and you know make some money while I can. Yeah, but they, they, right, they lost. They asked for a bailout. That's how bad it was for them. And I'm like, and they got the money, uh, and and they got the money. Think about it. I, they got billions of dollars, think, and those are the same I, people I, saying I that no, you can't have a fifteen dollar wage. You can't have your student uh, debt paid off. It's okay bro, for us to make crazy part. It is, it's us for it's okay for us to make mistakes, not follow the you know rule of capitalism. You know. If you fucking go out of business, you just go out, you know? No, you that doesn't work for us. As we need our social welfare. 
That is correct. And I, I'm I'm at the point like I'm tired of the government bailing folks out. Like I really am. I'm tired of bailing out big business. Just let their asses fucking fail. It's echo it's 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 if you're a uh, capitalist society, let their ass fucking fail. That's it. That's another thing. It's also like taxes, you know. What does a good business do? If you have a good product, you right, you pay you make sure your customer pays for the price, right? Like Apple, like fucking people will pay for Apple subscription, you know, all this other shit. But when it, you know, comes to their own value, you know, people don't pay for taxes or don't believe in that. Like when you pay into taxes, I feel like, yeah, of course there's waste and, you know, such a social program, but you know, you're pretty much paying for the country or like a lifestyle. You're paying for a first world country. Yeah, I, I do. I, I hear you on that, but also with taxes, I think we we need to better streamline our social programs. They're good, but I think a lot of times they're being misused by a lot of people on both sides of the spectrum. Dude, Medicare and I, and I, for all. I think I think the way to like to you you we have to clean up those programs. There's no ifs ands and buts about it. We have to clean up those programs and make sure the right people are getting them. And not, you know, Sally Mae over here that just don't want to do nothing. She getting reaping all the benefits while your grandma over here is an old lady can't get but twenty dollars in food stamps. But Sally Mae got five kids, got seven hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, that isn't right, and that's not what the program should be for. All right. So let's get in this. And usually we would end this on what's grinding your gears and what you're looking forward to. Oh, I think uh, we should do this differently this month. Since it's Black History Month, uh, let's um, end the end the episode with one Black History fact that you, or one Black History, or let's one Black excellent person, somebody you look to look up to that's Black, uh, whether it be. Uh, you know, I think I know that sounds kind of, you know, <laughs> no, that's cool. DJ. I think we might need to do the fact today, bro. Cause you kind of, you kind of blindsided us with it. I ain't, ain't preparing myself to answer that. Question. All right, let's do a fact. I'm going to do the person, the person. I'm yeah. With. yeah. Yeah. Do you a fact, do. bro. Next episode, we'll come with somebody, but I'll say, I'm you gotta, that means we have to have one more February episode. <laughs> there we Close go, baby. <laughs> Oh man, man. Uh, DC, you go first. For me, I um, <laughs> mm, that's a, a tough one. <laughs> Let's go with uh, the dude who created famous Amos cookies. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Shout out to okay, him. Yeah, he was yeah, one yeah, of the original yeah. black. For me, I'm a I'm a hustler. I've been a hustler all my life. So, you know, Mr. Amos, he was one of the original black millionaires in this country. But also, like, he took his passion and turned it into something. So, shout out to him, man. I'm going to go with George Washington Carver. You motherfucker. I knew you, I don't know you little peanut. <laughs> you little peanut was gonna go for it. I'm surprised he didn't go for Dak Prescott. So shout out to you, bro. Dak Prescott, he should uh win. <laughs> Next year he will, but 
Carver. I remember my brother coming. He was like, like this dude invented peanut. I don't think he did peanut butter, but he invented so many stuff. You know, back in the day, he, he didn't invent peanut butter. Huh? He didn't invent peanut butter. But he has a lot of inventions, or yeah, a lot of patents or stuff. He kind of you know did. There are a bunch of black inventors, which is crazy. Yeah. The guy who created the internet, everything. Yeah. Chad, go uh, ahead. Man. Uh, man, I don't really have any black facts right now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a suggestion. Uh, I, I think uh, in reflection, I think we need to look uh, past like the normal people we look to in black history. Like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Michael Car, uh, Michael Carver, uh, W. D. Boyd. I think we need to look past a lot of those guys and do a little bit more research on our history, because um, I think a lot of stuff we hit top level on. You know what I mean? It, it's like the it's like an iceberg, man. I feel like we just hit the we hit what the white people show us, but we never go below it. You feel what I'm oh, saying? Oh, I agree. I agree. So, in, in that way, I think I have to challenge you guys, and this is where my challenge is, is to look below the surface. Like, let's let's really take a dig and find some, some black history facts that we didn't know. Um, and on, on something else on this, uh, you guys inspire me every day. Y'all are my black history. Because um, a lot of times, even you, Sanjay, we we, <laughs> we we are we are in we are in white spaces a lot of times, and a lot of times we are sometimes we're the first in this and or something like that. You know what I mean? So uh, to see you guys strive and work hard every day, um, definitely keeps me in that mindset and and keeps me going. Um, cause I love seeing you guys succeed. So yeah. for me, definitely you guys, man, and and uh, and the Hound Group, man, I love seeing them guys, uh, open up their own business and doing buying houses and just just doing just doing them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just beautiful. I feel it. I feel it. That was a good. That was a good way to get out, Shan. I like that. You did right. <laughs> I like what you did, did there. At first, I was gonna be like, "We didn't ask for that shit," but then uh, when you hit us with us, I had to. I had to give you props, Shan. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> hey, Sam, it's all on your ass. It's hard to follow uh, by well, that motherfucker know, right there. Well, you know that's interesting because Shan talked about making Black History, so I want to give you a little interesting fact. Uh, I'm okay. the first. I'm the first black design manager in ESA's 60 year history uh, of their what? firm. Congrats. Hey. You know, a little black history fact, right? Little black there history fact right here. Uh, so, but uh, outside of that, real, you know, uh, known black history. Um, Don't I be wanna, like Jason Whitlock. I want to uh, highlight Paul Williams, um, who was the first black architect in the United States. Um, Paul Williams had designed several structures and a lot of LA homes for um, celebrities. Hey, did I not send that on Twitter about some architecture? I'm on. I'm not on Twitter, son, Jason. I don't know, bro. But you might have. 
but I did that, on that the group Black message. Fact. I like it. I like it. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely thought Shad was gonna go towards like the first ever, uh, like the isn't the the guy who's like the the Secretary of Defense, like the first ever Black Secretary of Defense. Yep. No, I, I Colin Powell, but. Uh... No, 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 no. Colin Powell wasn't the Secretary of Defense. He was the uh, he was Secretary of State. Yeah, what? He was chief, chief of joint of staff. He was something else. He was chief joint of staff. Joint of staff. Yeah, he was the first one on that one. But this is the first time we ever had a a uh... yeah. I forget. I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't forget about that. But I almost did. But thank you for reminding me of that. But yeah, Paul R. Williams, who was hmm. architect Sam. Sam. My bad. What was that? What was that, Sanjay? So, who was the architect you mentioned? Paul Williams. Yeah, I see it on the AIA national list. Yeah. Paul R. Williams. Yeah, I think his middle name Revere or Revere. Williams. Yeah, like I Paul Revere. Of that house. Yeah, in California, kind of like mid-century modern, kind of the that is a modern-esque. Yeah, yeah, it's actually man, pretty. Man, we, we, he, he's the first architect? Yeah, first black architect. Not first architect. Who's the guy that designed Washington? We can't count him an architect because he's an engineer. You know, that's pretty interesting, Shaq, because uh, there's a lot of, like, engineer crossover. Um, Because during that yeah. time, the, the get license back then, all you had, you had to take an engineering exam. Um, to be really? a licensed architect, so there are a lot of engineered, engineer back black people with engineer backgrounds who have designed structures. So yeah, hmm. interesting. Definitely, you know that was pretty cool. We nice. learned something today, man. So yes, yeah. we did, man. Hey, man. Well, yeah. this has been great. That means we need to do our thing and get prepared for the next one. Y'all be great this week coming up. The episode, I'm finna edit the episode after I play a little bit of Call of Duty, promise. And uh I'm I'm putting it on. It's been amazing. You guys have been awesome. Thank y'all for listening. And uh see y'all real soon, man. We're back, season two. Yay, yay, season two. <laughs> see you.